Hello, welcome to Fountain Pen and Stationery, Season 3, Episode 12. I'm one of your hosts, Collins. And I am the other host, Frank. <laughs> Hello, Frank. Hey, how are you guys? How are you? All right. I'm all right. <laughs> a little tired, but I'm all right. <laughs> yes, yeah, school just ended, uh, so summer is here. Um, lots of things to do, lots of people around now. Oh, so you took a lot of free time, huh? Yeah, a lot more free time now, um, but, uh, you know, still lots to do. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there's uh, vacations and stuff on schedule now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But all right, what do you, what do you got for us today? Well, um, I don't think I have any important... I don't think I have any... <laughs> no. I, I wouldn't say important, uh, serious topic, I guess. There, no. there is nothing uh, uh, rocking the fountain pen world, <laughs> which is a good thing. I mean, could... uh, sometimes no news is good news, <laughs> especially in our hobby. Everyone uh, just chill out and like write in their journal. Yes, that that would be great. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, most of mostly this this episode is probably just gonna be a. Uh, I guess the window shopping slash uh, product introducing episodes. Yes. Which I'm perfectly fine with because sometimes uh, for a little more serious topic. Or, you know, it, it, it takes we provide... a while to think and uh, Yes, but, you know, <laughs> even a window, even a window shopping, you know, we hopefully provide nice color commentary and opinionated views on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what do you got? All right. So, our first one is uh oh this. <laughs> oh uh, this. Yes. Oh this. Um, we got another Sailor Limited edition. I mean, every single episode we talk about one new Sailor Limited edition, basically. Yeah, that's that's kind of my point. Like. <laughs> At a certain point, I'm kind of inclined to just not bring it up anymore because, yeah, can, we got US can, edition, we got Japanese special edition, we got Japanese collab, and now we got some of the sellers' uh, uh, store collabs. And I think uh, also Goulet, they just got their seller uh, license, basically. So they're bombarding us with a bunch of quote-unquote new arrival, which is just the other seller stock that they ever got before as well. So... It's just, I don't know. The, the the newest sailor pen is called Storm Over the Ocean, which of, is... A, of, I mean, obviously, they'll give Goulet a blue pen, right? Like, Well, it's not Goulet, it's not Goulet uh, exclusive on this one. This is a dark Oh, it's not. Blue. Okay. Yeah, it's a dark blue with a little bit of sparkles and a purple cap. And it, it, They don't show the picture of the finial at all. No, not so you can you can tell it's probably just a normal finial. And <laughs> so Yeah, the, they didn't the even change it. Yeah, they didn't change it. So it's just another quote unquote limited uh I won't even call it limited edition now, that's just limited colorway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's I mean, not it a does bad look color. like there's a there are sparkles in the uh body. There right? are sparkles, it's just I yeah. mean, they all have sparkles now. They, they all have sparkles now. Like, sparkles even... Sparkle itself has become not that special anymore. 
So yeah, um, new colorway. If anyone's interested, you can take a look. But uh, actually, in fact, I don't think they even it's not it's not even two tone nib. This one, it's a one. This is a very. So what you're, I mean, in your little notes, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the audience like in your little notes, <laughs> you literally said you literally say, but I get a sense I've seen it somewhere before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Somewhere out there is a similar color plastic with a different finial color. <laughs> That's pretty much it, honestly. I mean, I think I've said this before in a previous Sailor episode, but if you take, if you buy a bunch of Sailor pens and you just swap the caps, you can make your own limited edition pens. Oh yeah, you want to make our own limited edition pen? So we can combine the, combine <laughs> our color, combine. <laughs> Just take the cap off one and take the the body of another. Just screw them on. Perfect. Yep. Limited edition. Yep. Special edition. Mountain Panda stationary version only. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. All right. I I decided to inject my own right after this because it's another sailor pen, um, and it's one we've talked about before. Yeah, yeah. This is the uh, one hundred and. Uh... 10 anniversary yeah um and we the last time we talked about this um i think we only had 3d renders of the pen uh because they were not on sale at the time they were yeah this one actually i think it's been out for a short time already yeah some Um, of them have already been sold out but i wanted to revisit this because we didn't come back to it because they're they actually have real pictures of the pens now (laughs) I would say the finial looks better than the uh, render. Yeah, it has a um, it's got that like acrylic top that makes it kind of look like a gemstone, but not. Yeah, yeah, it's um, uh, and you have a little bit of a um, uh, what's the best word for me to say it? It's a little bit of the uh, metallic. Mm-hmm. Kind of uh. Mm, textures to it to the finials that's underneath the plastic yeah. so yeah it, it gives it looks a lot better than the render <laughs> I <can laughs> give you that because yeah, I, I remember us looking at it and it was like I, I this is obviously a 3D render it's like I don't know how it's actually going to look but it turned out really well interesting thing is like if you take a look at the um, the product page they are selling the entire package as basically the uh, the wooden box that comes with it is a specialty as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's like, I find very interesting because they give you a linen sh- paper sh- pen sheet, which is <laughs> typically not the case, along with a hand-carved wooden case. And I mean, I guess they just went traditional Japanese style. Oh, wow, huh? It looks kind of, I mean, even the shape of the pen looks very similar to like a brush pen shape. It, it looks like just a tube. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, what? Are all, all pens are going to look like some kind of tube, right? Right. But, right. No, but this but is the, a really cylindrical one. Yeah. But there's something about it that seems to evoke, you know, Japanese older style pens. Right. It's, I think it's a mix of a modern outside. The finial is definitely modern. Yeah, the finial is modern. Um, the pen body is just really 
really simplistic. Mm-hmm. But it's not a bad looking pen. the wooden case pen. is nice. Yeah, the wooden case is really nice. I think you can use it as a normal pen rest as well. Yeah. Just totally cow $1,000 for this one as well. <laughs> yeah. And and given what we saw earlier, like there was a limited edition Sailor Pen there, and then this is, you know, their 110th limited edition pen here. Do they have, can we say that Sailor has two tiers of limited edition pens where one is just, you know, just, we're just going to change the colors here. But then we have these really, truly limited edition pens here, and the design work is clearly Right. I mean, through. this this one is clearly custom. Um, it just the previous one that I mean, this is kind of interesting, right? Because all the sailor like decade limited editions, they're all like maquillet or like hand carved um, silver and all the other stuff. But on this one, they just went really simple design instead of all mm-hmm. the previous one that's really really fancy. Yeah. They went really minimalist here. Yeah, they, they they basically went the opposite of what they've been doing. So something interesting to take a look at. Yeah. Now, I mean, it, it's a beautiful pen, uh, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's because the body is made of silver. Is that right? I think so. The body is made of silver. Yeah. So you're using like a like a more precious metal body. That's That's where a lot of the price is coming from. Right, I think they were saying that they are a um, what's the best word for me to say it? They call they list this pen with the uh, some kind of award, like a special silversmith award in Japan or something like that, if I mm. recall correctly. So it's just something they're really proud of this body even though it looks really really simple i i do wish if someone has a insight of um the specific of why this is this one is a uh the the design basically the reason why they wanted to decide just let us know because i'm not entirely sure uh because you have like you have minimalist design, and then you have this is just the blank tube. <laughs> yeah, so I, I just really like to know what made uh, Siller went with this one. But it is a it is a breath of fresh air compared to their previous ones. So yes, well maybe that's the way. That's that's what they're doing. The uh, the hundred and ten years of the reset everything, right? Hundred and ten years resetting everything. And just have a have a special edition that kind of resets that that go all the fancy one and just return to form. Maybe. Who knows? We'll wait until the hundred and twentieth version where it's just the same thing in a different color. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sailor. I, I I Sailor, I do love your pens and I do like your ink. I'm being a little harsh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Our next topic. Um this is the what's what's this one called? This is the Platinum three thousand seventy seven six century fountain pen, the shape of heart. Yes, limited edition. So, here's the thing though: like this one is a really really plain and simple one, black mm-hmm. plastic rose gold body. The yes. Only difference is that 
they decided to include the metal shaving slash stamp from the nib when they made their breathing hole. And they incorporated yes. that into the back of a pen. I, I added a second link to it, which has a better close-up picture than Goulet does. Mm -hmm. It's right underneath it. Um, that's cute. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it's a better picture, but it's... I, I like what they've tried to do here. That's very cute. <laughs> it's like a lot of diamond... I mean, they're probably fake. <laughs> of course, it's uh, it's not going to be three hundred ninety dollars if it's real. Yes, but it could be a synthetic diamond, which is still pretty pretty cool. No, even synthetic diamonds are pretty expensive. Oddly enough, mm. um, but my question is like, is it like are they loose? Like, if you shake it, will it shift around? I don't think so. I think this is uh, casted. Okay. I, I'd like to know if anyone gets their hands on them or if there's any videos that gets posted. It kind of looks like you'll be able to shake it because different pictures show the heart in different orientations within the dome. I think it just depends on your pen. I don't, it just, when they cast it, it may flow around a little bit. So it just depends on the way you eventually end up. Yeah. But immediately when I saw this pen, I mean, I immediately thought of the Mont Blanc uh, Diamond Classic pen, where you have the one the... with one diamond casting resin at the end of a pen, right? Yeah. Um, because I, I have it. Um, but this one's better. This one's multiple diamonds. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> quote unquote diamonds. But anyways, doesn't matter. My point is that like it's it's an interesting take because you get to do something interesting in the cap. Um, and it's only like, you know, 300 bucks, whereas like, you know, using other materials gets you much higher. I mean, the typical 377.6 is what? 377.6 is, uh, 140 in USA? Somewhere around that, yeah. Yeah, so the special edition adds about 100 180. 180 now. Ooh. Okay. I did not realize the uh, inflated price lately. Um, <laughs> mm. Everything's going up. Oh, yeah. Everything's going up for sure. Yeah, this is 180 now. I mean, so the special edition adds uh, $110 into the uh, cost, which is not bad, you know, honestly, as long as it's not like flipped. Oh, 210, 100%. but yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, but I mean, it's nice. Like you get something interesting. Like I've, I've never thought of, I mean, you have to, it can only really be platinum, right? Cause platinum uses like the heart. Actually, no other brands also use the heart there's, as the there's breather like hole. One or two other brands that uses it. But platinum is uh, definitely the select few that has a breathe, that has a heart shape breathing hole. Right. But there's like a key one, I'm not sure which one it was. I forgot, but it was a keyed one. Right, but like other brands like Pilot uses like a oh. circle, yeah. right? Um, Lamy sometimes uses nothing. Where like you, you, you're not going to get anything like that. So it's, it's interesting that they thought of actually stamping out the heart and putting it somewhere and making it stand out. That's kind of interesting. 
You know what? You got me looking into uh, which type of breather hole out there. There's <laughs> different breather <laughs> hole types. So, like, what what else could you stamp out and and put in there, right? Actually, you know the interesting FPA uh, fountain pen nibs, fpnibs.com. They actually do mm-hmm. offer specialized breather holes. Yeah, yeah. So they have a star shape, a dime, uh, a, a key shape, a triangle shape, of course, a heart shape. Oh, and the chess shape. That's an interesting one. A chess shape? Let it link me. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. I remember uh, previously we found um, like, like a thunderbolt and, oh, wow, cool. Ooh, I like that star one. You know, I mean, that looks a lot like a Mont Blanc logo. <laughs> does it? It, it kind of does, right? I'm surprised oh, okay. Mont Blanc did not try to go that route. The keyhole is really nice. Oh, I really like the keyhole. Yeah, the there is a right underneath it is a little bit more circular version. Yeah, there's like a kind of a semi teardrop version right under yep. the heart one. The chess piece one is a little much. It's there's a biggest hole out there. Yes. <laughs> I had all these. I really like the keyhole, and I really like the the Mont Blanc star. That's those are really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The heart's classic, though. The the guy, the heart's simple. Yes. I don't think I have a heart breather hole fountain pen. Really? Yeah, I don't think I have one. I think it's time for you to look into one. Are you telling me to get the Century no, Shape of Heart to. fountain pen? <laughs> it's your call. No, not 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 at the moment. Yeah, no, no. The, I think it's a good design. I just don't think that if you're not particularly interested in it, you don't have to get it. Yeah. And but I like uh, it. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's another pen. That I, I guess I found while I was browsing around. Is that the... I guess I actually put the link kind of... Yeah, I see oh, that. There we go. I think this model has been going around for a while. This is the uh, Panayder... Armand fountain pen in blue trilogy limited edition. Okay, that's an interesting design. Oh, whoa, I didn't even look at the price until now. Wow, all right. It is not cheap. No. It is not uh, cheap at all. Well, number one, it's out of stock. Number two, the MSRP is 1,000, basically 1,400. Well, go to the Goulet website one. The Goulet Goulet has a blue wine stock. (laughs) This is like Guardians of the Galaxy pen. Right. Like, it it looks (laughs) very futuristic. It, it It looks like a 70s futuristic pen. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's it's futuristic from the past. Like, they are... Right, it is... like 70, 80 time to try to imagine how the future will look, right? I mean, granted... Kind of like, think... like, a, like a space punk 
pen, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a very good way to describe it. Um, this is a... Supposedly, they say the, the point of design is to narrate mankind through everyday object. So, so <laughs> it shows the spring, a the piston, and stuff. Um, I'm not sure the spring actually has any functions where it's just a... I was going to ask. It's not like a, it's not like a, um, a push-button uh, pen. It doesn't seem like it. I don't know because, like, there uh, honestly, there isn't too many video of people using this pen. I mean, it's an expensive pen to pay a thousand dollars for this. <laughs> but you you think that someone would do a review of how to fill this out? But I mean, it's certainly interesting. It is very not going to lie. It looks great. Um, but even, it looks like it's a flex nib, a semi-flex nib they've got on there. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a modern, it's the uh, Panayder modern flex nib. Yeah. So I guess, oh, wow, okay. It is a, uh, it is a piston fill pen. Okay, it's a piston fill pen. Okay, so that's what the, um, uh, that's what the mechanisms are for. It is no. It is. It is very weird. It is a. It is a true unique with a piston knob that is normally hidden. Yes, there we go. The pen. Simply push the button to extract the piston knob. Okay, interesting. So, so it is a it's piston a fill. hidden. It's a hidden piston knob, where you push the button and then the knob comes out and then you twist it like a yes, piston filler. Yes. Okay. So it's like a clicky pen. You can click it, but it doesn't click. The click doesn't do what you think it does. Yes, it, it doesn't click the nib out, but it clicks the uh, piston out. Interesting. And with the piston out, you can engage it and then refill it. <sighs> a thousand bucks is a lot <laughs> <laughs> to, to, uh, to go this route because there's a lot of different, there's so much going on here. Right, it's a very busy looking pen. Because I mean, uh, okay, so because you have your um your conid pen, right? Right. Uh, I mean that's that's in the same ballpark in terms of price. It's similar, right? Uh, no, minimalist guy is like four hundred dollars. Okay, never mind. Maybe? It's okay, half yeah, sorry. the price of this one. Half the price. Okay. So when you have an interesting filling mechanism, especially the conid filler, which is a very unique filling system, um, like you're buying it for the, the filling mechanism, but it's not, I, I guess that five, four to 500, that's pricey. But here to, tr to try out this interesting filling mechanism, you, you have to pay a very high price to, to give it a shot. Yes. It's a very high cost of entry. Right. But okay, so but if you're just interested in the piston filling mechanism, you also have to buy into the design that they have, which is a hard sell to some people. It's not for everyone. <laughs> I think that's the best way to describe it. The design is not for everyone. I mean, this is a blue one, right? They they even have a like a uh, flamed blue flamed rainbow kind of color way for this pen okay they have other i think they have other designs 
They have other colors. They do. And even like some other color actually has different designs. My question is, are these also piston fillers? Like in the same vein as this one? I think so. Okay, okay, then I my I might have spoken too soon. So they have Another normal pens, cheap. 350 351 uh euros. Wait, which one are you looking at? I don't I don't think I ever seen one that's 350 euros. Every uh, single one them. I look at is like eight hundred bucks and above. <laughs> I will I'm I'm just at their I'm I'm at their website. Oh, okay. Where they have no, oh, but uh, this is the this is the alchemist. This is not the same fielding mechanism. No, 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 no. It's not. I'm just looking at other pens. You're that looking they have. at General Penider. Okay, yeah, yeah. General Penider is a little bit more. Um, they have different price range. Yes, but I'm guessing the one that I shared with you does not have the push filling mechanism. Actually, I think I found one that has it. Um, do, 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 do. I think this is the uh, full metal jacket fountain pen. <laughs> full metal jacket mm -hmm. fountain pen? All right. Okay. Uh, to use exceptional properties of celluloid. Okay. What? Historical myths. I, I will say I really like their pen clips. The spring loader ones and, and the, the the shape of it? Yeah, like the kind of the leaf design. It's kinda of got some angles to it. it, it I, I, I like it. They actually have look at their website right now, they actually do have some pretty good material, to be honest with you. Like, they have some mm -hmm. pretty interesting material being used. I guess they're, they're more of like a... a luxury... office company. Mm. I will certainly say that they are more... they are more of a luxury pen brand than anything. They sell a lot of other things other than pens, but yes. <laughs> um, well, what is this? Yeah, they still have celluloids, to be, which is I'm very. They they I'm very surprised they still have them. To be honest with you, they have they ha their designs are very interesting i i have a roller ball here that i'm looking at back to the future roller ball very interesting names too they'd, they'd use a lot of movie names <laughs> yeah it's certainly one of the more more non-traditional film pens uh naming scheme and the designs i would say they have like yeah. a little, their, their their ink windows and not even sure this is an ink window it's just a bunch of uh it's a bunch of holes, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they have uh, green and uh, silver celluloids versus mm -hmm. um, uh, red and brown celluloids, which actually does give it a really good sheen. Or, 
a really good sparkling feel to it. The interesting thing is the celluloid is called a blue bee. <laughs> but the uh the color looks distinctively green. Where is, where is I'm pretty sure from? I'm not colorblind. But somehow okay, the blue yeah. Blue, yeah. So, so Pinator is an it is an Italian pen company. Okay. Uh just looking very quickly uh skimming their um oh wait no. Do I have this right? No, maybe not. Friends or no. If I let me see. Pinator Pen Company Florence? Yeah. Florence is Italy. Yeah, Italy, yeah. So they 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 are because as I was looking at their pen designs, it's it kind of reminded me a little bit of Visconti, just a little different. <laughs> um, <laughs> whereas I feel like Visconti designs like are certainly not for me. Um, Pinator pens scratch a little bit of an itch. I'm like, if if I had a little bit more expendable cash, I think Pinator might be something I might someday throw something at, but. Um, but it's definitely a very niche design. <laughs> um, I would say Visconti is very loud in a sense. Yes. It's, yes. it's, a, it's a very, yeah, the design is very loud, very, very showboy. Um, mm -hmm. but neither is a little bit less. That's how <laughs> it's it feels. Okay, they can, besides they can the limited be edition one, that were the, yeah, besides <laughs> the limited edition ones, like the rest of the horror looking right now, it, it looks a little bit less showy. Like right? it, they can they pulled it back a little bit and had smaller showy elements that I think look really cool. Yeah. So, like, I I genuinely think the Alchemist fountain pen looks great. Oh, I that genuinely one. Okay. like how that looks. Okay. But there's um, no there, there's no ink window on this one. <laughs> yes, there. Yeah. I mean, it's very minimalist. It doesn't have their signature ink windows. Yeah, it's true. I guess I should. <laughs> I guess I should drop it on the, the one with the uh, the push button, piston filler. That the blue is a little much. Which blue? The oh, Goulet oh, one. Oh, yeah, the Goulet one. Yeah, that that. It is a very busy looking pen. That's all I can say. It reminds me of Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Like a cyber feature steampunk, basically. Uh, yeah, basically. I mean, that also looks like... I don't know. But... Yeah, okay. I, I think Ooh. they have a naming issue because... Whoa. That... <laughs> Sorry, go to Goulet again. Go to, uh -huh. back to the Goulet list, and you got to click the black color option. I don't That's know why cool. about Goulet is taking forever to load. I like that. That looks pretty sweet. Oh, also this one. Okay. That looks pretty sweet. I think that's really cool. <laughs> I would total. That is, it is more expensive. That's $1,600. <laughs> yes. But this one is less um less exposed 
It kills skeletons. They, whilst, they right? took all of the designs and the shapes of like that space, like that punk space pen, and just turned it all black, and it just looks so cool. No, no, no. It cuts different too. It has different cutouts. Yes. If you look carefully, right? So. Yes, it, it it is a different sh- body shape, but like the design aspects are all there, but it's just all black. And I think yeah. the the shapes and the shadows make it look much better. Yeah. So. Um, hmm. I think they haven't. Their website certainly has naming scheme issues. <laughs> Because I think they're just trying to use the name of the first one they came out with and they continue to use the name. Because I'm looking at like two pens, one of them is green, one of them is brown, and they're both called the blue bee pen. <laughs> like this this is no way this is a blue bee. But okay, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll rest my case for the time being. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's okay. All right. Next one is a um, Tasia pen. We don't. We haven't talked about Tasia pen too much lately. No, we don't. I think mainly uh, because partially due to the fact that I don't. What's the best way for me to say it? Um, they have some good hand um, artistic work to it, but. There isn't too many things that is. Uh, I'm not sure what's best way to say. Like their design just doesn't speak to me, typically. I think, if I recall correctly, and speaking as a person who does not own an Arushi lacquer pen, the way it was presented to me in the past was that Tasio was kind of the more budget friendly. Uh, Urushi lacquer pen option. No, they are actually they no. can get very expensive. They can get two to three thousand dollar expensive as well. Hmm. Okay. They just have a different design element slash approach to their pens. Okay. And uh, most of the time. I don't quite like how they engage it because, like, if you take a look at the their Urushi pen starts at like eight hundred dollars roughly, mm-hmm. and that is about like the ballpark price of where Nakaya starts. Okay, so they're they're at, they're on a similar price range, right? And uh, like you 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 also have their uh, uh, their Kakutate uh, rainforest. Bark. And those pens are like they 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 really are similar uh, design element of the Hikinaka uh, Hikinakatori one for uh, Nakaya. Mm-hmm. But like it's just something. They're like this this their base design is fine, but like some sometimes their their specialized version just doesn't really speak to me that well. Looking at the pens offered at Goulet, only the Akatamanuri pen really speaks to me. Which is their second one from the top. Right. Oh, this is the Hiki Tamenori. This is the, uh, this just means the uh, green and the orange 
color. But yeah, I mean, it is weird, right? I, they are, they are, they, this is a traditional Japanese company, but just some, for some reason, I, I do not really feel it. That's the best way I can say it. Well, I mean, every, I mean, there's an artist behind the designs of these pens, right? Like there's some designer that's, that's coming up with these, um, you know, and you're going to like some artists and you're not going to like some artists and that's all right. 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 But the, the, their newest one, the Tasia Miyabi Empress Fujiyama fountain pen. Mm -hmm. I like this one quite a bit. Of course, the price is pretty prohibitive <laughs> because it's a big 2000. Pen. Yeah, this is a uh, $2,700 and uh, the technique, they, they actually use all kind. they use at least two different kinds, actually three, three different kinds of uh, okay, oh, technique. There's the rodden. They have the rodden, they have the uh, eggshell, which is the uh, ronkaku. And which is also... the whites on the Mount Fuji. Right. And they have the, your typical makie technique along mm -hmm. with some golden uh, dust sparkle inside. So this is like a, it's a pretty well layout and showcase of different uh, uh, Makia techniques, to be honest with you. Yeah, it is. And it's got some, you know, trees, maybe some sakuras there somewhere. Yeah, some tree leaves. Not sure. And that shit yeah. is, no, and that shit is I'm not, I don't think that's Sakura, but like, you know, some tree branches. Yeah, and there's a bird on the bottom as well. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, I think this is just a really good showcase for Pan. Like if you, if you are, if you like the overall design or, or the, the craftsmanship of going to your pen, and then you want to just have one that I kind of displays. Of it touches kind of... base of all of the methods used in these pens. Right. And this is a pretty good showcasing pen. Granted, it is not cheap. <laughs> it is certainly not cheap. No, it's not. All right, next one. Um, I think slightly earlier episodes, we talk about cross announcing going to have a delay. Mm -hmm. Ah, yes. So the design is mm -hmm. finally out. Their Ear of the Tiger rollerball pen is out. I still I haven't seen their fountain pen edition, but I would imagine they use the same uh, artwork design. I mean, I call foul. That's not an actual pen. That's a drawing of a pen. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all the pens out. look alike, right? Like all the pens, all of the pens have the same general body shape and design. So no, it's really just they're, the they're, they're, they're different ones, though. Like the yeah, yeah, they're the different years have a different body shape and design sometimes. If you, I think one of the pictures I have to, that I have to go previous, back and yeah, look. Yeah. Go back and look really when you have time. They actually have different. Oh, they do. Shape. The shapes of the pens are different. Right. And uh, the issue I have with the cross, well, I think, that I guess this year, is that uh, they did not, they didn't show the, 
the full pictures that it's on the pan. Like actually, like unfold the the, yes. the image like, around I, the pan so you can see it. I wish there is a way that they can unfold it and show it to us. Like the pilot, the really high class pilot one. They, they they you know like their website has like a three sixty that you can just rotate around and can see it. Mm-hmm. Um, some other website will make sure they actually show you they they, they take several pictures right and rotate that you can see it, which is a video. Yeah. But I dug everywhere. I couldn't find the cross one. In this case, maybe it's because this is like very early in the announcements. They just finally got their uh, stuff together and they, they, they decided to make it. But there isn't too many detail on design, to be honest with you. Hmm. I mean, yeah, it's just a drawing of a pen. <laughs> yeah. And if that's, if that's all we're given. <laughs> yeah. Um, their, their YouTube also just show like quarter turns that's it which confused me even more like they, they don't show one continuous thing they just cutting cut out cutting cut out cutting cut out cutting cut out and it's Wait. making me dizzy no that's a that's a terrible image oh here 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 look at this youtube video i mean they announced it it's there but it's giving me a headache just trying to follow what's on the pen there's some other there's some other places with more pictures of the tiger pen, it seems like. Okay. I'm just on Google image search, just trying to look for it. Yeah. And I guess that this one they, they went with the uh traditional tiger. Like the the, the mm-hmm. really main the I wouldn't say Ming, I would say the uh, really aggressive looking tiger. Yeah, we had a long discussion about different tiger poses a couple a couple episodes ago. Right, and uh, it, you know this is something very interesting, right? I mean, for a lot of fountain pens, um, ear of tiger, their tigers are all really serious looking for fountain pens. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the um, mechanical mechanical keyboard enthusiast circles. The Year of the Tiger Special Editions, their tiger all looks kind of derpy. <laughs> <laughs> They're all the, the, the more or less the cuter uh, way to show it. Um, well, I mean, I feel like... It, it, I, know that, I know that keyboards are not cheap. Don't, don't get me wrong. Keyboards and the manufacturing of it is not cheap. But I always felt like the keyboard... Uh, uh, circles have always been a little bit more about the cuteness of things than the pen world is. I wouldn't even say cuteness because um, a few, I wouldn't say a few, a lot of artisans special keycap that goes for like 60 to even 100 something dollars per key are pretty ugly. <laughs> Whoa. They are ugly for a purpose. Like they, 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 they made it like kind of like a cute ugly. Okay. Like a really derpy, ugly kind of keycaps. But they go for that style on purpose. Okay. Why? I don't know. Is is 
It's what weird, do you mean by eh? okay? I'm gonna jump off this topic and ask you: What do you mean by ugly? <laughs> Mildly ugly. There's gonna be some shade thrown today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I I need to give you some link next time with this time. Okay. Yes. Yes. Because you can like, show me next time. <laughs> like, there's a few. Okay. Like some of them looks well. Something really doesn't look that great. Um, I understand the appeal. Like some people like it, some people doesn't like it. It's like uh, it's it's weird. That's all I can say. And, uh, going back to the um the concept of the the Pinator pens and your like or dislike of the Tasia pens, everyone likes something different. Whatever gels with you can gel with someone else, and something that other people like you might not like. Right, so that's okay. Everyone's got their own preferences. If you like a sad, derpy tiger, that's on you. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, I'm, I'm not saying. Oh my god, what's the best way to say it? <laughs> they are specially designed to look ugly. Like, there, there's like a few like really bad, really ugly looking tiger image that's floating around on like lines or images. It's kind of like that concept. And they're not trying to make it look menacing. They just try to look at really to a point that is it, it looks is it like really those is, is it like those like fat tiger memes that I see every once in a while? It's not just fat. It's it's deformed. It's to a point that it's kind of okay. deformed. If that make any sense. Mm hmm. There's of course some really good looking ones like the they have like a Keating keycap like that's the really constant ones but like there's also ones I, i'm not sure what's the best way to describe okay you it. don't mean this right I, i'm just gonna post an image right now right there on the dock you don't mean that right no no that's okay not, yeah not, <laughs> you see that kind of thing is actually the the keycaps that they're going for yeah, I like that. I, uh, I for just no, no, so people no, no. understand the, the specialized edition. That, like that's fine. I, I'm perfectly happy with that, and that's what I'm saying. Like this is that's the type of uh, special edition I see for the year of the tiger lately. Yes. If but, just just so people understand, I posted a, a like a Chinese drawing of a tiger, but instead of a normal menacing tiger, he's like really fat and chubby. <laughs> yes, that's fine. Very cute. Uh-huh, there we go, there we go. Oh, let me just put it next yes. to you. All right, let's see how bad these look. All right, yeah, I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean... I... They're not my aesthetic at all <laughs> i think the raised eyebrow looks a little i mean the raised eyebrow look is pretty standard now for like cartoons nowadays but like the proportions look a little ugly yeah i mean yeah, it's, it's design is designed with a purpose it's yeah, are they selling an N, are they selling an nft of this is that what's going on no this is just a normal keycap <laughs> it's it's a very But yeah, okay. I get what you're saying. 
Yeah, you get what I'm saying now, right? I mean, and they're not cheap. They're like sometimes a hundred something dollar each. So everyone has their beauty standards. Um, yes. <laughs> like everyone, everyone's got their thing. But <laughs> sometimes I just really have to take back and just wonder: is this is it, is it just me, or they really don't look that great? <laughs> Yeah, this bunny one, this this one's not this is not this isn't doing it for me either. Look, there are some great keycap manufacturers, I know that. As there are, you know, pen manufacturers, like but you know, everyone's got their own taste. You don't have to like it all, and that's okay. Maybe that should be the name of the episode. Everyone's got their own taste. <laughs> tastes are tastes are very subjective, I guess. Subjective taste. Yeah. Yeah, I mean look take a look at the latest one I have that I sent you. Like that one is it's pretty gross. Yeah, so like I But okay, back to pen topic. <laughs> yes. Um I see this from time to time. Mm -hmm. I did not realize how massive this pen is. Which pen? This is the uh, Wall Eversharp Deco Band. I think of the C. Ooh, that's it. That is pretty big. Right? Yeah. Like this is that... pen is. Definitely bigger than the 149. And it's very interesting because the nib itself has a... There's like a matte um, etching on yes, the nib. they did a matte etching onto it. So it holds onto your ink. That is color. so cool. I, I was like, wait, why is... Because I, I looked at... I scrolled all the way to the last image. And I'm like, why is it like... It almost looked like it, it was painted onto the nib. And I'm like, no, there's something going on here. Yeah. So, like, like you, you remember that we say, like, sometimes when you cut the grooves in the nib, like, the, the finials, mm -hmm. the, the outer groove attract the ink and then it, it holds a special picture, right? Yeah. They went the opposite, this one. They just they give did you it, they... a... <laughs> they just give you a treated service that will hold onto your ink color. Mm-hmm. And you can just see what it, whatever the heck your ink color is. Yeah. That's really neat. Right? Um, the pen material itself, this is the Eversharp Decoband Jade. And honestly, this one reminds me of Ocean Swirl a lot. I, The Ocean Swirl came out before we even started this podcast. Yes. Right? Yes. We have not stopped talking about this pen. <laughs> I have not. I know. I, I, maybe I should have dropped it at some point. It's, it's, th that is now the holy grail of, like, the pens, right? Like, <laughs> like I, I, is I, it the ocean swirl or is it not the ocean swirl? <laughs> well, it's just the... I won't even say the, the ocean swirl. Not, it's just the, uh, the depth of the acrylic material, whether they, they can get the liquid pattern right what like does it look like the ocean yes does it have a 
enough depth of color in there to have that special effect. I would say, because sometimes mm-hmm. you you can mix a uh, you can mix a blink yourself, but everything looks like dead. Yeah, right. And uh, sometimes uh, some people have done a really good job, and you have the spe- ocean squirrel in this case, the decoupage jade effect, and this is a super flex nib. It's a super big pen. By the way, the the this is a I think a vacuum fill. Oh, nice! It's two millimeter, two millimeter <laughs> capacity. I went back to look at what the actual ocean swirl looks like. Uh huh. Why did we not buy this pen? <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> I'm like. <sighs> you asking me? I don't know. I, jeez. <laughs> Holy crap! What? Okay, so I just decided. You know, how much is an ocean swirl pen on eBay right now? Can I take a guess without looking? One thousand two hundred dollars. Uh, one of them is available apparently for one thousand dollars. It's a f- uh, uh, ocean swirl. Uh-huh. The other one is available for three thousand. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, that's too much. Right. Okay. So, oh, I see the difference. So, pre-owned, so used pen one thousand. The three thousand is brand new. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Because this is a new inbox, I can't really get funny anymore, really. Yes. Yeah. A thousand bucks. I don't yeah. know. More expensive than some of the uh, mucky pans out there, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. They're going to have to bring that back at some point. Maybe they called like the... <laughs> Maybe like a little different, a slightly different colorway. Or, right. or just a different swirl pattern, right? So maybe not a swirl, but like a tsunami or something. I don't know. Yeah. Ocean tsunami? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our next one. Um, this is in combination. I think this is our last topic for the night. Um, this one's in combination of the pen I just sent you. But wait, did I send you this? Mm, this is one part of it. The Edison pen? Yes, the Edison pen. Yes. But not just the Edison pen. Uh, this is the window one, right? Yes. So I haven't been to the Edison pen website for a while. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that they actually have a, a 3D printed uh, ink window now. Yeah, I remember a long time ago now, I bought a double helix uh, uh, eyedropper pen um, that I still have and never use because it was a first edition pen and there was a lot of rough edges to that thing. You um, bought on the group uh, Kickstarter, right? Was a group it was buy. The, back it then? wasn't a Kickstarter. It was it was a group buy that was via a Google Doc. Okay. Oh, it was via Google Doc. It wasn't even like yeah. a uh, official no, Kickstarter. Yeah. Or anything. 
Yeah, it was from a Google Doc. Um, they did give Very me the pen. Um, uh, the pen, but I, I, we'll, we'll have to talk about it someday. Maybe I'll take a picture of it uh, so people can see it. But um, the body of the pen is great. Like, there's a double helix, and that's what this... Um, Edison pen kind of looks like and reminds me of it kind of looks very similar to that um, but the pen cap was crap <laughs> <laughs> well like I said I think they fix a pen cap and you can just contact them for that no I have to buy it and I'm not going to buy it <laughs> alright but this looks really sweet it's like a combination of um, the, the 3D printed Mm -hmm. Part they took they took a very short part of it right and they combined that with their regular pen. I I can't see is the mo is the rest of the body just like a black lacquer look? Yeah, well I just think this one this is just a, a demo of uh, how it looks overall. Okay, so this is a newly offered pen. It costs a hundred twenty dollar extra. Uh, on top of any pen that you would on top add this of any, to, yeah. Like remember, Edison is still a uh, like they may, they'll make it for you. Yeah, they they are they are still a custom company, right? Like even though yeah. they their manufacturer line, like the Collier line, the production line, quote unquote, is is still mm -hmm. a mass manufacturer company. But like they they a lot of their other lines are all custom made, and you can still request them. Yeah. And this one goes with their bulb, like the kind of like a syringe, bulb syringe mm -hmm. filling system. I think that looks really cool. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And he's, he recommends you to use the, uh, <laughs> he recommends you to use the, what's the thing called? The, the bulb syringe to clean it mm -hmm. out because I guess it takes a little more pressure or an amount of yeah. ink to clean it out. Same with a double helix pen. Like you're not gonna, you're not cleaning that thing very easily. Yeah, it takes some larger amount of ink to flush everything out per se. Which actually makes this pen look like it would work better because with my pen, it's a eyedropper pen, and you can't. There's nothing you can do to get to the very back of it without just like constantly trying to flush it out. And if you get something stuck back there, it's basically there forever. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. That's okay. Like it, it, that that pen is more of a show pen than it is a, it is a useful a pen. Okay. <laughs> so that well, the entire reason why I look up the uh, the Edison is because I saw. Oh, I, I think I posted this to you in the private chat instead of the Google Doc. Mm -hmm. It's because of a new line, which is the uh, Collier Grande. Yes. And this is a massive, massive pen. It is. Because you, you have the, you have the, you don't, ha you have the bulk filler, right? I have the minimalist that... cut, which is a simpler version of the bulk filler. Which is a little smaller than that. Uh, about Similar size. size. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fat pen. <laughs> it's wider than the 149. Mm hmm. Yeah. Is I would say, I estimate based on the picture, it's about three millimeter, three millimeter wider 
<laughs> than the one for nine. A little bit. So yeah, I mean, he made this with the uh, primary uh, color. Mm-hmm. I kind of wonder where people bought this from because I'm looking and looking on their website, I can't seem to find it. The, like the, uh, the Collier Grande. Yeah, the Collier Grande with primary uh, manipulation colorway. And I believe this pen is like $350. It is a little bit on the expensive side, but at the same time, this is a big pen. I mean, yes, but it's just a little extra acrylic that they don't shave off, right? It's also a big, yeah, also a very, very big nib. It's number eight. Okay, nib. so it is a bigger nib. It's not the standard Yovo. No, no, six. no. Take a look. Take a look. Oh, I, I should have clicked. Oh, God, that's a huge nib. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, all right. Whew. That's that's a nib. <laughs> it's bigger than the Mont Blanc 149. Is that, is that like a custom nib? It I'm looks not like a, sure, actually. It looks like a giant sheet metal. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, by all means, it's a number eight nib. Number eight, geez, all right. I mean, typically it's number six, right? Uh, Actually, the number eight is also used by the bulk, um, the uh, Conid, uh, the the Conid King. Mm Mm-hmm. What's it called? The King size. It Mm -hmm. also uses the uh, same nib. But yeah, number number eight nib is pretty big. The only issue is when you go to number eight, um, I think this is by Yowo. They don't really have the finishes uh finial anymore. Okay. It became very bland. Like the, the finishing on the nib becomes very There's no whatever. finishing anymore. Yeah. It it again, it looks just like a blue piece of sheet metal to me. <laughs> yeah, so I mean I think the uh the Evershop Deco Band, Jade. I think that one actually has similar size nib. Hmm. And uh, in, if all things equal, I think this, uh, I much prefer the design of, I, I think this is some design, right? This is some specialty that they made, they, they made on the nib instead of just a sheet metal finish yeah, yes i i'm i'm kind of joking it's not just that they've clearly done something to it um but it, it is much more plain in comparison to say the etching done on the conid or um the well, engravings no, done on the Mont Blanc. yeah there's no engraving there's no etching there's there's nothing it's a very <laughs> it's just a really unfinished <sighs> nib, to be honest y- yes um I okay, so have have you used a nib bigger than a six Yovo? I haven't used it. I mean at Pensio I was looking around with them, but I haven't really mm-hmm. used it for a prolonged period of time, if that makes sense. I what, tried uh, it, but I haven't really used it. I can't imagine it. the I, I would be interested in seeing what difference that bigger nib does to the writing experience. I mean, ultimately, it depends on the uh, 
it depends on the pen manufacturer too. Yeah. Because, for example, the Pelican one, uh, someone, some people say that the M1000 is a little bit more, a little bit more flexible, right? Same goes to the uh, Kino pen, the uh, Sealer Kino pen. The nib is like somewhere between seven and eight for a Western size one, and that one also becomes a little more bouncy. But when it comes to Kona, like titanium, the number eight people, everyone say titanium. The titanium number eight is much stiffer than number six Weird. for some reason. Weird. Yeah. So mean, I mean, wonder it why. It depends on manufacturers, really. Very interesting. And so, were you expecting to get the potential ability to get a spiral ink window on a Edison Collier Grande? Mm, I don't think so, to be honest with you. Because, like, if I want to get a Collier Grande, I might just get a big. Well, first of all, they're they're not mutually. Uh, I don't like think you cannot can get that. it. I don't think you can no. get it together. No, because the, the spiral window is only on their Menlo pens. Right. And I'm not sure I want to make it too complicated because the <laughs> the entire thing of a Grande, right, is is just how massive that thing is. And adding is the this... 3D spiral kind of takes away from the design. Is this? Is this the cheapest way to get to a massive size pen? I think there is the Ranga uh, Ebonite pen. Ranga Ebonite pen. Ranga. That is an Indian company pen. Hmm. Oh, these are like... These 3D printed? No. It's a kind of interesting design. I like that. Yeah, I mean, they're 3D printed one. No, they have ebonite. Like, they have actual ebonite pens. But okay. I think that is the only alternative you can get to a pen the size uh, at a reasonable price. Right. So some... Because usually if you want to go, like, the King of Pen route or, like, the Monoplock 149, like, the prices are just way higher. $700 minimum, right? And the, right. the Edison one is 350 Right. Which is three hundred and fifty for a fountain pen, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> and people will still call us crazy. Yeah, people out of yeah, sure. still call us crazy. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in our perspective, it's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. The, if you want to get a really large one, you can get the Ranga Giant Nine B fountain pen. And this one will give you 11, uh, 1.2 centimeter at the section, and uh, the entire body is 1.9 centimeter. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me see how big is the Grande one for the Edison pen. Um, the dimension is... Body diameter is 16.6 of the body. Wait, the Ranga one is... Ranga 9B is $68. No, yeah, the giant 9B. Yeah, a diameter, barrel diameter is 18.75 millimeters. Yeah. Which is bigger. Wow, that's even bigger than the uh, Edison one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I wonder how that, how that works in the hand, but... <laughs> I, I don't can, know, but at sixty-eight bucks, maybe I can give it a shot. <laughs> give it a shot and find out, right? See if it's actually more comfortable or not. 
I mean, you can, you can get the the not the giant one. The nor the the regular model nine B is sixteen diameter, sixteen millimeter diameter. Yeah, but I mean, the whole point is just to try out like a giant pan to see how. <laughs> I mean, how well it works. This is not going to fit in my pen envelope. <laughs> it's not. It's not gonna. It's not gonna fit into anything that I own. I'll, I'll be straightforward here. It's probably gonna be just sit at my desk and do nothing because it's not gonna fit into anything. Maybe. Well, um, uh, I'll let you know if I decide to get one, or uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'll, I'll add this to my interesting list. I think they use as a number six nib, though. <laughs> so it's like a mini, like a little mini nib. Yeah, it, yeah. It's a small nib, which looks kind of weird, but <laughs> it's okay. I mean, hey, it's sixty-eight bucks. What do you want? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that they actually came out to, back in two thousand nineteen, so it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, then I think that this concludes our topic to cover for the day. Um, do you have anything you wish to add? Not really, but hey, we've 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 praised some things this episode, and we've uh, cast some sh some shade at other things. But whatever you like is cool with us. <laughs> Each one of us has different tastes, and it's okay. <sighs> I can. Uh, I I there's not much I can add. All I can say is. There are certain designs like I do not agree with, <laughs> but if you enjoy it, go ahead and enjoy it. There are some things that you know. There, there's the classic pen design, right? Like the like the the classic uh, Montblanc Meisterstück, you know, cigar shaped pen. And then you have other pens that go really too far away from that, and. <laughs> You know, I wasn't even thinking of pen designs. I was thinking of the keycaps designs, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Because some of it is really out of the world, to be honest with you. Sure. Yeah. Um. All right. If you, uh, if you, if you want to spend your money on something and you find value in that, I'm not going to stop you. I'm I mean, not going to gatekeep it. Ultimately, this is a uh, collector's hobby. As long as it makes yes. you happy, it's fine. Really? Yes. As long as it makes me happy, as long as the source material is that's not it's not hurting anybody else. It's not making anyone else uncomfortable. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. And I, I guess I'll talk to you next time, Carlos. All right. See you later, dude. See you later.